Ooh. What are good OKRs for a Scrum Master? Hmm. So OKRs, objective key results, the idea being it's goal setting. You know, if they're not the day to day, then they're likely a stretch. You want to, you know, good is about 70%. So anything beyond that, you're doing a great job. So what would be those key objectives? Well, the objective is that you have a great team, that you have an environment in which a team can excel. So the objective, straightforward. Yeah. That is it. Now, that isn't directly measurable, which is where the KRs come in. You can't, you know, just pull out a calculator and work out whether or not you've got a good environment. I'm sure there are research scientists out there who can do, and I'm sure they don't want to spend their time constantly recalculating it on your behalf. So what are those key results? What are the measurable ways that we know that a team has a great environment around it? Well, one of them is psychological safety. The ability to speak truth to power, it is a measurable phenomenon. Um, not easily, but you could run surveys with your team to see whether they feel comfortable speaking up. They feel comfortable and confident that there will be no backlash regardless of what they say, as long as you know it's a reasonable statement. It may not be a popular one, um, but that's good. So number one, you probably want to start measuring psychological safety. And if you don't know where you are, that's okay, get a baseline. In fact, your first key result is likely we've baselined any of these really, but our psychological safety in this instance. So psychological safety, team satisfaction. I think I've mentioned it in the past. I'm not so fussed about team happiness. Okay? It's great to be happy at work, but I want people who are satisfied, that they are happy with what they've got and they're not striving for more. They're not swinging from the chandeliers. Um, but every day they come in and they think, yes, I've got a purpose. I do a good job. What I do contributes to something bigger and worthwhile. Okay, So often simple fist of five. Hopefully you've got all four fingers and your thumb left. Um, if you're in person or on a video, out of five, how satisfied are you with how the team's working? Satisfaction is actually a better indicator than happiness because people will stay around if they're satisfied for a long, long time. Even for those low days when they're not happy, they can still be satisfied. Whereas happiness goes up and down. You know? Happiness is affected by many, many things beyond the team environment, things way outside of your control. So team satisfaction, I would be looking at as well. I would be looking at, are the team delivering predictably? So how close are they in their ability to do what they say they can do. As a Scrum Master, what we're doing is we're helping them face reality. Now, we don't have direct control, but we don't have direct control over many of these measures. Are they doing what they say they do, sprint in, sprint out? If so, I wouldn't say that's a good thing. 100% predictability is probably just as bad as zero, because zero means they don't know what they're doing. 100% means they know exactly what they're doing they're gaming the system for an easy life. Neither of those things is good. I would say you want it varying around the 100% mark. You want, sometimes it might be down 80%, sometimes 110% because actually they did more than they thought they could. That's great. That's gonna start telling you that the team is pushing, but not pushing so hard that they're gonna break themselves. 
So predictability is one of my favourite, as is the trend of velocity. So tracking the change in velocity over time. I'm not going to distribute a raw velocity number. I've had too many teams burnt by being compared to other teams, even though they're solving different problems, because many organisations see a number and manage by that number. So instead of that, what I want to do is look at the rate of change of velocity. Ideally, a mature team, an established team, has one that is stable. So they might be hitting the same points, you know, sprint after sprint after sprint. Um, but every so often it ticks up a little bit. They're getting steadily better over time. So this is a low number and you want it to be fairly low. If it's, you know, they're improving by 25% every sprint, now what's happening there? Are they, is there just number inflation coming in or something else? So it's a good guidance to understand how that team is responding to its estimation, but also is it able to expend more effort for the same amount of time? One of the things that has come to me quite recently is looking at the effort of work in the same way as weightlifting. If you have to pick up 100 kilos and you're not trained for it, it's really hard okay? because your muscles aren't strong enough, your nervous system isn't designed or set up to cope with that. Okay? But if you go to a power lifter or somebody like that who you know, 100 kilos is nothing, it still takes the same effort. You know, That's just physics. There's the same energy to lift it through the same height, but they're built for it. It's easier for them. What we're doing is we're trying to track the team's transformation, very t Captain America-like Steve Rogers before he goes into that weird machine to Steve Rogers after he comes out of that weird machine. Okay? We want to watch this transformation over time. Now it's not going to be bang new team in a machine and inject them with glowing chemicals. It's going to take time. Okay? But we want to be sure that that transformation is going forwards. So I like the trend of your velocity to track that. Okay. And the final one is stakeholder satisfaction. You might hear this as NPS, Net Promoter Score, or something like that, but measuring how happy, how satisfied your customers are, all of your stakeholders, be they sponsors, customers, anybody that you're working with, with working with your team. Because in that, there is the possibility that you could improve relationships. So are they happy? You may have what look like a great team. They're psychologically safe. They're delivering consistently. They are satisfied in themselves. They're improving over time. But if you're not creating happy customers, that first principle of the Agile Manifesto, you know, delighting your customer, we're not doing that. The rest of it is probably pointed in the wrong direction. And we need to feed that back into the team to make sure that they can course correct. So. Those would be my five key results. The objective stays the same, and I think it stays the same for as long as you are an Agile coach or a Scrum Master. It may be that it grows over time. Instead of looking at a single team, it may be multiple teams all the way up to the whole organisation. How do we create an environment where other people can excel? But within that, at the team level, those would be my five go-to key results. If you've got to this point in the video, I hope you've enjoyed it. If so, a like would be appreciated. If you want to hear more from me, more answers to questions that maybe you've got in the Agile world, please subscribe to the channel. 
And if you've got a question that you really want answered, drop it in the comments. I promise we'll get around to it. Thank you.